Himalaya. You're listening to the first episode of Global Markets 101 with Maria Bartiromo, part of the Understanding Wealth series available exclusively on Himalaya Learning. I'm your host, Jared Schwartz. Himalaya Learning is an audio learning platform that provides an extensive library of courses straight to your ears from the world's greatest minds, including Tim Ferriss, Malcolm Gladwell, and more. To listen to the rest of this course and others like it, go to Himalaya.com slash global and enter the promo code global to get your first 14 days free. Our expert for the course on global markets is Maria Bartiromo of Fox Business Network. At Fox, Maria is the global markets editor and weekday host of Mornings with Maria, airing 6 to 9 a.m. The Emmy award-winning host has been at the network since 2014 and has covered business and the economy for more than 25 years with previous stops at CNBC and CNN. In 1995, she became the first journalist to report live from the floor of the New York Stock Exchange on a daily basis. Here's Global Markets 101 with Maria Bartiromo. Well, global markets are markets across the world where you can buy and sell securities. And I look at the global markets that are the most deep and liquid. So that means the United States, Europe, and Asia, where you actually have an opportunity to buy or sell a security with a fair amount of volume and liquidity. That's most important, volume and liquidity, so that you have an opportunity to sell when you want to sell and buy when you want to buy. Because remember, if you don't have liquidity, you may want to sell something, but you don't have anybody on the other side of it to buy it. You need a buyer and a seller in all markets. Liquidity means an opportunity to buy and sell enough buyers and enough sellers in the market to create volume, to create so-called liquidity. In other words, if I want to sell you something, I need you to have an interest in it. If I have an interest in buying something, but nobody is there to sell it to me, then there's no liquidity. The global markets have become much more intertwined than ever before. I look at the European markets and the Asian markets mostly because, again, these are the markets with liquidity. They don't have the liquidity that the United States has. The U.S. is the deepest and most liquid markets in the world. That means there are millions of participants There are opportunities to buy and sell um, with no issues. That's not the case in other markets. But I do look at European markets and Asian markets because they have become more liquid and deeper and more volume in the last decade. The reason that they are more liquid today is because of more participants. Over the decades, more people have recognized that the key to creating long-term wealth is the stock market. And as a result of that, you're seeing markets become deeper and more liquid across the world. And that is a relatively new situation just in the last couple of decades. A primary market is the primary place that you are going to be able to transact. A secondary market is a smaller pool of investors. 
Well, the primary market is I'm going to sell my securities on the New York Stock Exchange. A secondary market is on a trading desk or on uh, what they call shadow banking, which is a group of banks that have made an agreement to transact. It's a smaller market. It's called a secondary market because it's smaller. It's the second place you would look at after your primary market was used. The Federal Reserve is the central bank of America. There are central banks uh, in all of the major markets. You've got the European Central Bank, the Bank of Japan. These are banks that create liquidity and also protect the dollar. Um, They are creating uh, stability by holding interest rates at certain levels, which will dictate Uh, transactions. Well, there are regulatory agencies that oversee the public markets. The Securities and Exchange Commission would be the policing agency overseeing public markets and protecting investors. My role is to ensure that there is information flow to help individual investors be on the same playing field as everyone else. So when I first got into this business and I started broadcasting from the floor of the New York Stock Exchange, one thing that I felt was really an important role that I had was to democratize information, to ensure that I was reporting information that uh, could be available to individuals so that they could be on the same playing field as the institutions who have access to much more information or who had access to much more information. So I would come in every morning and I would find out all of the important reports coming out of the major um, Wall Street firms like Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan, et cetera, and make sure that I was getting that information to the individual investor class at the same time that the high paying institutional classes were getting it from those big banks. Well, there's a lot more information to mine through. Um, my my role has changed in that I now have to recognize that there's so much information flow out there. Some of it is noise. Some of it is important. I need to sift through the important information that will be a benefit to my listeners and to my uh, users and watchers so that they're not flooded with so much information that won't do them any good. Thank you for listening to the first episode of Global Markets 101 with Maria Bartiromo, part of the Understanding Wealth series available exclusively on Himalaya Learning. To listen to the rest of this course and others like it, go to Himalaya.com global and enter the promo code global to get your first 14 days free.